Wasabi Wallet. Unfairly private. What's up, everyone? I'm Ben with the BTC Sessions, and this is your daily session. Huddle that Bitcoin. Before we dive into the news, shout out to sponsors of the show, Ledin.io. This is where you can use your Bitcoin for a few different services. They've got Bitcoin savings accounts where you can earn interest on your Bitcoin. They've got Bitcoin back loans, which is one of the first things that I ever used them for. Essentially, what happens is you can use your Bitcoin as collateral to obtain a Canadian or US dollar loan. So in my case, it was around this time last year, I needed to get my hands on dollars. I was in a pinch, but I really did want to sell my Bitcoin because I was worried I wouldn't be able to buy it back at the same price later, that the price might go up. Well, what I did is I used my Bitcoin as collateral, got the loan within 24 hours from Ledin. Uh, My Bitcoin was held in a dedicated address that I could audit 24-7 to ensure that it was indeed there. And when I paid back my loan, I got all my Bitcoin back. So that is an excellent choice for people, again, like me, that may be in a pinch and don't want to sell their Bitcoin because they're worried about uh, losing their Bitcoin. And then finally, they've got their B2X offering. This is where you use your Bitcoin as collateral to get a loan. And then that loan instantly buys more Bitcoin. So on the spot, you double your Bitcoin. And with that, can experience the price fluctuations that come with holding double the Bitcoin. And Secondly, of course, oh, I should mention that there's a show notes, uh, a link in the show notes. And if you opt to get a Bitcoin back loan, they'll actually credit you with an additional 50 bucks worth of Bitcoin via that link. Secondly, we have Paxful. This is an online peer-to-peer Bitcoin marketplace where you can buy and or sell Bitcoin. Now, if you're looking to buy, this is particularly useful for those of you that need a lot of different payment methods or like using different payment methods. They've got pretty much everything here. They've got your typical bank transfers and e-transfers. They've also got some of the more popular apps like PayPal and Cash App. And they've also got other less traditional ways of paying like buying Bitcoin using using uh, gift cards. Now, they have an insane number of options to pay. In fact, they've got well over 300 of them. Outside of that, if you are looking to make some money buying and selling Bitcoin, you can always become a merchant and make some money on the spread. They've got a killer affiliate program and uh, they've also got some super cheap gift cards on there. And outside of that, be sure to check out their Built with Bitcoin initiative where their mission is to build 100 schools entirely paid for with Bitcoin. A nice little goal for them there. And with that, let's dive into the news. Uh, So the stocks are on a tear today, as well as Bitcoin itself. And we'll get into that in a moment. But the main reason behind this is that a stimulus package deal is pretty much almost a done deal. Now, this had been pushed off because the Democrats and the Republicans couldn't agree on a number of things. They seem to have come to terms here and uh, and and kind of figured out what they're looking to do. But um, the Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer uh, and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin commented that they're looking to have a deal secured by the end of the day today, which may have already happened by the time this airs. Uh, There's still a few little differences, though they don't believe they'll get in the way. So the deal stalled yesterday as Democrats Democrats sought concessions, um, and it now includes provisions for four months of federal unemployment payments for freelancers and gig economy workers. 
Schumer described it as unemployment on steroids as workers will obtain whatever funds their state provides as long as an additional 600 bucks each. Democrats also suggested $25 billion in funding for hospitals. Uh, one remaining sticking point is $500 billion, um, is, is the $500 trillion, uh, not trillion, bleh, billion dollar treasury fund to assist failing companies. The Democrats want to put in some oversight regarding how the money can be used. I imagine that has to do with stock buybacks, which happened a lot with the last bailouts where companies would get a, a huge bailout and they would just buy the stocks of their own company and pump up the value of their stock artificially. Uh, so they're looking to avoid that. So when you look to the stock market, uh, it's... Uh, it's pretty wild, and I'm wondering if this will last uh, because we've seen insane drops. A lot of I've heard some buzz on Twitter, people saying that this is nothing more than a dead cat bounce. Although the Fed is exceedingly efficient at kicking the can down the road, so can they do it again this time? And what are the repercussions given that they're pumping money not just into the stock market this time, but into the hands of everyday people, which will likely have a more immediate effect on day-to-day -day inflation on consumer products. So the Dow is up 2100 points at the time of this video, which is more than 11%. S&P is up 207 points, which is more than 9%. NASDAQ is up 8%. Uh, it's it's pretty wild across the board. It, it Everything is up. Now, of course, you know, Dow is still shy of 21,000, whereas its all-time high was close to 30,000. But that's coming off lows where they were in the 18,000s, just as recent as yesterday. When we look at Bitcoin in relation to this, uh, it's up considerably from just a day ago. We were we were dipping down low into kind of the, the high 5,000s, like the 5,800 range I saw at some points yesterday, whereas now we're around 6,750 at the time of recording this and seem to be looking up from here, but time will tell. Even just a few hours, not too long ago, like earlier, kind of in the middle of the night, we saw uh, highs near 68.40. So, I mean, that's not that far off. We could be surpassing that any time. What will be interesting to see is if Bitcoin continues down that road, will it mirror equities? Because it did seem to break away from them a little bit in the last week where equities were hitting new lows and Bitcoin was rebounding quite strongly off of the bottom around 4K. We'll see if that continues. Now, in the relief effort here to fix the broken as hell economy, um, in the bill put forward by the Democrats for this, this re uh, relief bill, they actually snuck in some stuff about a digital dollar, an early or an early version of the bill proposed that, but that was stripped out because the bill that they put forward was like fourteen hundred pages, which is insane when they're trying to get through something quick. They had a lot, you know. I can only imagine what kind of crap that they snuck into the bill. Um, obviously, it was shot down. And they had to strip out a ton of stuff. Now there was a provision to use a digital dollar to speed up emergency funds to businesses and individuals, um, and that was what was now omitted. So the new measures, they proposed a U.S. Uh, basically, they, they 
proposed a means of providing stimulus payments to businesses and individuals. It introduced a system of digital wallets maintained and operated by the Federal Reserve System banks. Now, again, there is comments online which I think were quite justified just in the sense of why the hell shove this into this type of bill. Uh, John, John Paul Koning said, ridiculous, using a healthcare crisis to sneak in a payment system. By the time they've built this platform, it could take years. The virus will have already passed, which, yeah, 100%. Like, why, why try to shoehorn this in here? But uh, there's a, a, a long-standing precedent where this always happens during crises. They'll they'll try to shove a bunch of crap into a bill that has nothing to do with what they're actually trying to achieve. They just try to get a, a bunch of kind of sweetheart backdoor deals done in this time. Now, another country that is also using this opportunity to try and figure out what they're doing with their digital uh, digital currency is the Chinese yuan. They're trying to get a digital version of this. Now, I think out of this story on Decrypt that I'm looking at right now, it it not only points out the end game of what China's trying to do, but probably what they're trying to or going to try to do with the US dollar version of a digital uh, central bank digital currency. So it says the, Pe- the People's Bank of China has reportedly finished the first technical step of developing its sovereign digital currency, yet the launch date is still vague. Now the central bank needs to come up with the relevant laws for its circulation that can take even more time. An anonymous insider close to the situation told the Global Times that digital digital currency is seen as the most convenient way for the People's Bank of China to translate zero and negative interest rate policy to commercial banks. So essentially, if a commercial bank is holding money issued by their central bank, instead of having to collect after the fact, they can literally just scrape back the money themselves. Um, And I have a feeling that the U.S. would really love to be doing that as well, being the world reserve currency. That makes negative interest rates easily enforceable to anyone. So not just a commercial bank holding a central bank issued digital currency, but if you're a citizen holding Fed coin on your own personal wallet. Well, if Fed coin issues it and they control the wallets, then if you're holding on to your money too long and they don't want that and they want to encourage you to spend and and boost the economy by doing so like a good little consumer, then feasibly they could scrape away your savings if you're not actively spending and or investing them um, and encourage the behavior they want to see, essentially punishing those who want to just save. Yeah, and I think that's this is the worry, right, of, of getting digital dollars in place if there was no alternative like Bitcoin. But we will see. And another thing coming out, uh, just to, we saw just recently where uh, there was an article in CNN saying, oh, don't don't do a bank run. Please don't do a bank run. No need to do a bank run. Plenty of money. Don't take your money out, please. Uh, we see the FDIC uh, tweeting this out. They had this super awkward video. 
And it says, forget the mattress. <laughs> Keeping large sums of cash at home is risky. The best place to protect your money is an FDIC insured bank where it's safe and sound. Learn how the FDIC safeguards your money at FDIC.gov slash deposit. And there's this, this video, an awkward video of this woman, um, the FDIC chairman, Jelena McWilliams, and she's talking about how uh, it's a terrible idea to take out money from the bank and you don't need to do it. And there's never been, um, you know, a depositor has never not been able to take out their money since the inception of the FDIC. Well, not entirely true. I mean, the dollars are not an issue, but what about uh, depositing gold when, it, when the money was actually backed by something a little bit different? And I mean, the, there's a lot of nuance to this. I mean, when the money was backed by gold, people were at least nations were expecting to be able to redeem it for gold in the future. And, and what ended up happening was they tried to do that in, in the you know, late 60s, early 70s. And that led to the dissolution of the gold standard by Nixon in 1971. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I just have a healthy distrust of anyone holding my money more or less. And in times like this, it becomes more pronounced. So I'll, I'll let you draw your own conclusions, but I will link to this video down below and I'm sure you'll get a kick out of it. Now, the other last thing that I wanted to touch on here that is scary kind of coming out of this craziness around the world is is surveillance, mass surveillance. And, and so we're starting to see this come out in droves. And so I, it's tough to avoid it, but if you can at least be aware, then it's, it's good. And maybe you can take precautions if you so choose. But examples here, you have Israel where they are approving mass surveillance of people using their cell phone data. So essentially, they're able to track anyone and any, uh, everyone and anyone without permission now to see where people have gone. And it's, it's, the goal here, or what's stated as the goal, is to be able to see where people have gone to track uh, the spread of the virus. The problem is, when you flick this switch on, it's very difficult to flick this switch back off. Who is going to... They're not going to curtail these measures afterwards. They're probably going to remain in place. And once once you open this door, you're not going to close it. And so... Essentially, you will, anyway, the Israeli citizens will now be, I imagine, indefinitely tracked via their cell phone at any point in time. Now, this is overtly. Who knows what's happening covertly, whether or not everything is being tracked. My guess is that most governments already have access to this kind of thing if they want to get it. It's just maybe there's a few more hoops to jump through to get it. Now, same thing we're seeing in the UK, a new corona, a new bill based on the virus is relaxing restrictions on mass surveillance powers and essentially just taking away some of the hoops that they have to jump through in order to get approval to surveil all of their citizens. And this one is wild. California police to use Chinese-made patrol drones with night vision cameras during coronavirus lockdown. And 
So what they say is that they are looking to having a fleet of drones purchased from a Chinese company called DJI, which is already raising eyebrows there because there's been a lot of issues with privacy around Huawei and other companies out of China being used as technology in the States and the rollout of 5G, again by Huawei. Well, anyways, what they're trying to do is they're mounting speakers to their drones. So if they need a, to cover a large area and get an announcement out, or if there is a crowd somewhere and they need to disperse, we could do it without getting police officers around. So they could have night vision drones with loudspeakers surveying the streets and dispersing crowds if they want people to get the hell out or telling them to put on masks. Um, now, what they saw in China uh, and what you're probably going to see around the world is using drones with cameras and loudspeakers to fly around and see if people are gathering where they shouldn't be telling them to go home. It's, this is from uh, who is this? Um, and they're saying that it may seem a little Orwellian, but this could save lives. Now, yeah, this this is it is Orwellian and the best of intentions tend to be used by other people down the line for negative intentions, I find anyways. And don't get me wrong. I want this whole situation to be dealt with and over with, and I want people to be safe and healthy. But at the same time, it's very, very scary to set the precedent of allowing all this stuff now And it's very hard to claw back those types of rights and liberties after the fact. My hope is that technology will allow us to avoid these type of things anyways. And uh, I, I do see a lot of promising things happening in that realm. But I don't know, man. Scary times. Uncertain times. And I don't mean to end on a, on a, uh, an Orwellian note, but what do you do? What do you do? I'm going to wrap it there, guys. Uh, As always, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, again, thanks for watching, first off, and do hit like, subscribe, and share. If you're listening to this via the pod, of course, share that on your social media, and of course, drop um, a review on whatever platform you're listening on, because it really does help with with metrics and getting it viewed by more people. Now, if you want to help out the show in another way, you can hit up the mentioned sponsors from before down below. That was Leaden and Paxful. And also check out Wasabi because it's one of the things that you can do to help with the privacy on your Bitcoin, breaking the links between you and your coins. Finally, if you really like what you saw, you can always drop me a Bitcoin Lightning Network tip at my tippin.me page. That's tippin.me slash at BTC sessions. And thanks of you that have been, thanks to those of you that have been dropping Satoshis. It's always nice to see, uh, you know, some sats pop in there. Um, very nice token of appreciation from anybody that does. Anyways, guys, thanks a lot. Have a wonderful evening and I will see you next time for your daily session.